Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. This is your host, Michael Zuber. This is the show where we interview guests involved in the real estate business. From experts to newbies, wholesalers, flippers, buy and hold, apartments, commercial, notes, hard money, Airbnb, mobile homes, it doesn't matter. If you're involved in the business, we want to talk to you. This show relies on referrals and recommendations from our listeners. If you know someone we should talk to, please make a recommendation. As the author of One Rental at a Time, The Journey to Financial Freedom, I'm dedicated to helping you take your first or your next step on your real estate journey. But I need your help. We need to spread the message of One Rental at a Time Works. Please share this podcast, my YouTube channel, and of course, my book, all called One Rental at a Time. Thanks, and let's start the show. Morning, friends. How you doing today? So uh, I wanted to take on a topic that almost has uh, mythical powers or story in real estate investing, especially for new investors. And that's the concept of Burr, buy, repair, rent, refi, repeat. I just felt like I had to, you know, kind of tell the full story about Burr because it's, it's taken on such a consistent communication and questions from a lot of new investors that I speak with that I thought I would highlight that there is a dark side, right? There are risks involved. Uh, as you will see on this presentation, uh, we have leveraged Burr extensively and uh, it has been a great part of our success. Uh, that said, I have firsthand experience with all the failure points and risks and you know, other things that can catch a new investor by surprise. Uh, I also have some pretty strong opinions that uh, I think there's a kind of a right way or a right person to tackle Burr and, and I think there's a wrong way. And this is really what led to this presentation. I don't, at least I haven't seen anybody talk about, you know, when is Burr not right, right? Are you the type of investor that maybe given your constraints or variables or situations that, that you, shouldn't, you shouldn't try it? Burr is talked about with such passion and I don't know, I don't know how else to say it, but smiles and all these things that it's, it's assumed to be the right answer for everyone. And uh, as someone who's been in this game a while, I don't think there is a single real estate investing strategy that's right for everyone. And I think somebody had to stand up and at least call out that maybe it's not right for some of you. So I created a presentation this morning and I want to go ahead and share that with you and let's talk about it. All right. So move this window a little bit. So I guess, you know, I didn't know what else to call it. Uh, I just wanted to highlight that the burst strategy has a dark side or it has, at least it has things there are risk points that are often glossed over or missed entirely. Uh, so I thought I would, I would talk about them just so you know uh, that maybe it's, maybe it's not the right answer for you. So we're just going to highlight what it is, just in case you don't know um, what it is. Uh, we're going you know, to talk about why it attracts so many new investors. Uh, we're going to talk about the negative surprises or the, the things that I think are not discussed or at least not discussed enough. 
uh, we're going to talk about is it is the strategy right for you and you know but the flip side of that is it is it wrong for you right is it something that you should avoid for some other reason and of course i i i'd be I, I just wouldn't be me if I didn't highlight our experience with it. And again, our experience has been nothing but positive. So creating a presentation about the dark side when our experience has been positive can seem like at odds, but hopefully hopefully it's clear in this presentation that I'm just trying to prevent some people from making a mistake. Uh, again, Burr has been great for us. Uh, but again, I have some some pretty strong opinions that maybe it's not right for some of you. So I believe, and I've said this a couple of times, that I believe the credit for the creation of this acronym goes to the team at Bigger Pockets. Um, I'm not sure if it was Josh Dorkin or Brandon Turner or both of them. Um, I've seen videos with both of them joking around, uh, where I think, I think Brandon, I think Brandon got the credit for creating it first. I think. But I'm not sure. So I wasn't sure who would give it to. So we'll give it to Josh Dorkin and Brandon Turner, uh, both from the Bigger Pockets team. So it starts off with buy, right? Uh, you know, you got to buy an asset. Uh, what's not said there is you're buying an asset, you know, below market. Uh, you're going to repair it. Either you or your team is going to repair it. You're going to rent it, you know, lease it out. Uh, you're going to refi it, right? You're going to pull all your capital out. Um, you know, what might not be said earlier in the buy aspect is maybe you're buying for cash or you're buying with hard money or private money. Uh, basically, you're not leveraging bank financing with your purchase. Uh, and then you are going to a bank, at least in most cases, for the refi, right? So you're going to be buying this with, you know, most people are playing 9, 10, 11, 12% interest, short-term money, a couple of points up front, you know, all of that. Uh, and then you're going to refi it, right? certainly below 6% today, probably most of you below five, but that gets the idea. And then you're going to repeat. And, um, you know, this is, this is where, you know, Burr gets its uh, sizzle, right? It's very simple. It's very elegant. You know, Brandon and Josh did a great job of putting this together and creating the story uh, around Burr um, because it's easy for all of us to understand and appreciate. And, and it's, it's very nicely done. They get, they get a ton of credit for that. So why does it attract so many people? Well, first, the, the, the story, right, of Burr is sexy, right? Be able to leverage a pile of capital over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, plus, it's simple, right? There's not, a, there's not a step in the process that is put out there as complicated, right? Or you got to buy something. Then you got to repair it. Then you got to rent it out. Then you got to refi it. Then repeat. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a genius move, frankly. And I can see why so many people are attracted to it and, and follow it. Uh, in their books and, and blogs and uh, forums and the like. Uh, the other one is everybody likes to get a deal, right? The genius of Burr in my mind is it starts with the buy. And, you know, everybody likes to think they're getting a deal, right? They're getting something under market. Everybody likes to buy stuff on sale. Uh, so when you start with a purchase and, uh, you know, you, you've locked in your profit and done all of that, it's, uh, it's a great way to start. Uh, again, it's a great way to leverage capital, right? In theory, you could use the same, you know, if you only had, I'm just going to make up a number 20 grand, uh, you know, you could, you could leverage that. And for some of you, um, some of you that get really aggressive with Burr, you know, you could see yourself having no capital, right? I, I really don't think this is a great option for most. And I think it's risky, but there are people attempting to do Burr today, not using a single dollar of their money. 
what they're doing is they're borrowing the purchase price and they're borrowing the repair money. Yes, they're borrowing 100%. And they're hoping they got such a great deal that at the refi time, they can go back and refinance and pull capital out. Now, it, ha it does happen. I know people doing it today, doing it today in my market, right? My market of Fresno, and it's working. Uh, but as you will see momentarily, there are some, you know, there are some things that uh, give them a, a fighting chance. Uh, and we'll talk about those. But again, um, Burr is a great way to go because it, it's, you know, it's just sexy. I can do all of this with none of my money. How great is that? Uh, it's repeatable, right? It closes with repeat, uh, which is just, you know, makes it feel like a, you know, just a continuous circle. Just keep doing, doing it over and over again and no money of mine and I'm in the system and, you know, uh, I figured it out. I can buy real estate, no money down. I can go through a full process and at the end I have a cash flowing property. Well, maybe. Uh, you know, all the, re all the re leading real estate investor sites and uh, meetups and books and all of that seem to push the idea that if you're a beginner, you need to go after Burr. Because um, again, it's easy to understand. You can get into it with no money. Um, I just don't think there's anybody talking about the risks. So it's, if, every, if everybody can do it, you know, you know, if you look at someone and go, they're doing it, you, you naturally think you're smarter than them and you could do it too. You get a lot of that kind of in the beginning. And the last thing is, is I haven't seen anyone until this presentation brave enough to call out what I call the dark side uh, or just at least the risks of Burr. I've talked to, um, I don't know if it's a hundred yet, but let's call it dozens of people who attempted to do Burr and because it was easy. It's what the book said. It's, it's what Bigger Pockets was putting out there and, and they got burned right at different steps in the process. And they lost everything or, um, you know, they lost thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. And I, I just want to put it out there that there is some risks, people. And, and you know, uh, it's, it's just, you just need to acknowledge that there are some risks. So where are these negative surprises? So, uh, you know, again, Burr has been sold as this easy process uh, that everyone can and frankly should do. And that's where... That's where I get nervous. Anytime I see something that says everyone should do it, that's just arrogant. Everyone, real estate investing has so many different options and people involved and constraints and all these different things that there's not a single thing that everyone should do. And this is, this is the thing that kind of set me off when I, when I kept hearing more and more stories about people doing Burr and, and losing uh, that I wanted to get on some video and, and hopefully help some people realize that maybe Burr's not for them. I believe what's not talked about enough with Burr is that new investors need to match their constraints with their strategy. You know, the, everybody who talks about Burr, um, you know, it's, it's back to the easy story. But what we should be talking about is there are constraints that make it better or worse for you, right? What are your time? What's your time, skill, dollars, location, right? What are all these things that you have uh, that are your true constraints and do they match up with what is required to do Burr, right? So that's, that's really what I think was missing in, in all the videos and, and things that I've read. So again, buy. This all blows up if you buy wrong, right? If you buy in a market you don't know because so-and-so said do this or do that and you didn't realize it was on the wrong street or it had old, um, 
you know, had the wrong plumbing or wiring was stripped or whatever, you're done. You're done before you even started, right? If you buy wrong because you haven't learned your market, you're toast. Uh, and this is something that I'm really adamant about helping new investors understand is it all starts with the purchase. So I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time creating a, a course that helps you learn your market or learn any market. And, it, and I really do believe buying real estate is a skill. I think if you can answer the question of what's a bad, average, good, and great deal in your market of choice, your chances of success go through the roof. And that's what I'm trying to help people with. And I don't think Bird does a great job of communicating how important the buy step is. Most of the stuff that I see in the Burr method talk about the repair being the one that can get you. But if you don't buy right, you're done. Uh, and hence, uh, this is something that I, I'm very adamant about helping people understand. Repair. Um, a lot of the stories I hear around Burr, you know, people said they got the scope of work, they got the team involved, they released their first batch of funds and poof, contractor disappeared. Or worse, they got halfway into the project got that second or third chunk of money, realized they had a problem and bolted. There's just so many ways that when you have extended teams, you can't watch it. Uh, there's not a process for change orders and you know, you're using three different teams and it's just so much risk on the repair side. Uh, especially if it's not in your backyard, as you'll see in a minute, that I would really caution people from doing um, Burr uh, and you know, certainly the first time. Uh, because the repair side can really eat your lunch. Rent. There's a couple of things on the rent side. You know, first off, can you get the rent that you thought you were going to get when you started? Uh, most people are doing Burr because they're trying to be buy and hold investors. So are you using the same team to help manage tenants? Is it a different team? I can promise you uh, a GC or general contractor doing your repairs probably doesn't want to deal with tenants. Right. So do you have separate teams? What, what, you know, what's the problem? Do you have attorneys on hand to do evictions? And just realize that being a running a team of, you know, large models or repairs and running a growing portfolio of being a landlord is hard. You really do need to develop separate processes and procedures. And I don't think anybody talks about that. Refi. Um, again, it's talked about so easily. Uh, you know, replacing hard or private or cash, depending on how you're doing it, is, is you know, sexy. It's, it's, oh, I get all my money back, or at least most of my money back. But truth be told, you know, cash out refis have higher interest rates. Where some of you today are getting purchase money uh, investment loans with a four on it, right? If you're going to do a cash out refi, it's going to be in the fives. And for some of you, it'll be in the sixes, right? Would you rather have, um, you know, a 4% interest rate or a six, right? There's some of you where, you have the cash and you don't need to do this, that maybe you should be buying not junk, frankly. Right. So there's just, again, there's just, there's just some, some things that aren't often discussed when I hear about um, the Burr method. And again, right. Do you really want to go through this process and all the drama and change orders and risks and surprises over and over and over again, while you're working a full-time job, trying to raise your family, especially if you're doing it in a, in a far off land, you know, I've seen some people go after this and they, they're just beaten up and worn out after they do one. So, you know, is it really something you want to do? So is Burr right for you? I think Burr is great if you've already spent the time and learn your market because it all starts with buying right. 
this is frankly what I teach uh, in my course. How do you learn a market? How do you run your numbers? Uh, basically, I firmly believe that buying investment properties is a skill. And what I mean by that is once you learn your market, you can understand what a bad, average, good, and great deals are. I believe if you're doing Burr or Turnkey or any other strategy, it all starts with the purchase. So that's where I focus on helping people. But again, with, with Burr, you know, if you're going to do it, have you learned your market? The other one is, do you have time to watch your projects at least every other day? Right? There are so much stuff going on in your projects that time and money can get away from you if you're not watching it, or at least having boots on the ground that you trust, family members, lifelong friends, I don't know, somebody that's going to be watching the dollars and timeline like their own. That is critical. Do you have system and processes in place, right? Is there a process to, to document change orders? Is there, you know, is there a consistent, um, you know, uh, paint colors and flooring and fixtures so that anything you can do to remove time and decision points during the process, are you, are you good to go? Because time is money. You have separate processes and procedures or frankly team members to handle your tenants. Because you're doing Burr because you're trying to build up a buy and hold rental portfolio, which is awesome. But do you realize that you need separate people and processes to handle tenants? Handling daily tenant activity or issues, very different than building a project or remodeling a project that doesn't have anybody living there. And then lastly, right, do you have a full-time job and family responsibilities and you can frankly have the time and energy to tolerate daily surprises? Right? So if those are all yeses, then yeah, first strategy can be great for you. So I would not do Burr if, you know, if, if I was a new investor and my choice was to invest out of state, I just wouldn't do it. Far too many risks, too many ways for you to lose your, lose your money. And or, yeah, it's just, it's not where I would start. I know it's sexy. I know it's sold. It's easy. I know there's people that promise to do all this and that for you but it's certainly not where I would start. That it just, there's too many risks out there. The other one is if you have no time, right? If, if you have no time to do this, right? Cause you have a crazy life, crazy job, crazy family responsibilities and adding in a Burr project to your timeline would be a recipe for disaster, right? It'd either throw your work life into, into chaos or your family life, or you would go weeks beyond weeks from checking in it's, uh, that just screams risks. And lastly, if you are 100% relying on others in a far off land or other location, you know, maybe, they're, maybe they're great. Maybe, you, maybe you're the lucky one. But for most of you, even if you got one right, you're eventually going to lose and probably lose spectacularly. So my experience with Burr, uh, again, uh, when I was doing it back in the late 2000s, it wasn't called that. I don't think Brandon or Josh had you know, been creative and, and created it just yet. At least I don't think. Uh, so we used it extensively during the crash. Um, you know, what we focused on was we focused on the buy side, right? We knew our market. We constantly learned our market. We, we, we were watching every day. We had the processes in place. We focused on the refi, right? Getting the money out and paying off investors. And obviously we were dedicated to repeating. So that meant we had to, we had to rely on others. 
but we had a dedicated team that had, we had 10 year relationships with to leverage the repair side. Uh, these folks that had been with us, we had documented, we had built processes and procedures. And, you know, we had a separate team, a dedicated team just to do uh, the remodels and repairs. And we had an entirely different team to do the rent. This is key, right? We had one team doing the repair and we had a totally separate team doing the rent or really tenant management because we had, you know, lots of units at this time. So we weren't, you know, we had very clear lines of responsibility and treated the team separately. Again, processes and procedure in place for everything. Um, you know, every property had the same paint colors, fixtures, you know, maybe the kitchen layout was slightly different, but it was the same white cabinets that went in, um, same tile, uh, same paint colors on the outside. It, it got kind of boring, frankly, uh, but that was all done. So decisions were lower. Uh, because we knew our market cold, had a team in place, processes and procedures built, tested multiple um, teams uh, and multiple teams, um, Burr was great for us. It was a tremendous strategy. And again, uh, we didn't call it that. I fully admit that we did not create that acronym, uh, but that's what we were doing time and time again uh, during the crash. And it was wildly successful. So in closing, I think Burr can be a tremendous tool. Uh, to learn and leverage for investors. I think, it, I think it's a great tool for many investors. I just don't think it's great for everyone. Uh, never forget, that if you're starting out, that Burr, while it's anything that sounds too easy or too good to be true, often is. And I can't, I can't stress enough that every real estate investing strategy I've seen starts with your buy. You need to learn your market. You need to invest time. You know, I, I did this by accident way back when, just because I was, I was detail oriented and I needed to learn my market and need to, I needed to understand what a bad average, good and great deal were. So that's what I did. And that's what I now teach folks. And I think if you do that, if you learn your market, it, it really helps you reduce the risk because it's been said in every book I've read, you make your money when you buy. And if you don't learn your market, it's a huge risk. If you buy wrong and you overpay, it really doesn't matter. Uh, if you don't know your market and you buy an average deal because you think it's a great deal, you're toast. You won't get all your money out. You, you'll, have to, you'll have to cut corners. Uh, you're going to lose. Um, you're going to either lose now or lose later. Uh, you have to learn your market. You have to buy right. Uh, if you don't have a good repair team, and by that I mean someone you can, boots on the ground, people you trust, people that are going to treat the project like their own, uh, that's going to crush you. And this is what really crushes lots of new investors, especially people trying to do a new strategy in a new market. Just too many risks, folks. Uh, and then again, realize that you are building out a, you know, a, a portfolio now, right? That's the whole goal of Burr. So you need to have separate processes and procedures and ideally team members uh, to manage tenants because it is very different. Uh, and then this is the big one that I think catches a lot of people that jump on the Burr bandwagon because they think it's easy. It might be easy to understand and it's certainly sexy, but there's a huge time component that is not involved because you are essentially running a project uh, that's, that can take up to 100 days. And there are so many risk points that if you're not watching it and dedicating time to it, you can find uh, some negative surprises. So in the end, um, realize that... Um, you know, I'm a strong believer in Burr method. I just think that there is a dark side. I think there's risks that people don't talk about. 
Uh, let me know what you think. If you want to send me an email uh, and ask questions, there's my email. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel, which is called One Rental at a Time. I have this book available on Amazon called One Rental at a Time. And uh, again, um, you know, the Burr method can be very valuable. I just don't think it's right for everyone. And it was important for me to get this documented because I don't think it's right for everyone. All right. Let me know what you think. Have a great day.